Welcome back to the podcast of Laughing Through It. I'm your host, Brandy. And remember, this is unfiltered and raw content, so you never know what is going to be said. Um, also, if you want to hit me up in my email, it's laughingthroughit2021 at gmail.com. Ask me anything. We can talk about anything. So anyways, today, I want to talk about cancer. A journey of cancer. A journey of a disease that has no weapons but can kill you instantly. So 2021 was a year of pain, fear, grief. Um, It started with my father in January going to the hospital, then to find out that he had COVID. And um, he stayed like 20 days in the hospital and he wouldn't eat. He had a feeding tube. He would kept taking his feeding tube out. And finally, um, they called me on FaceTime and said, we don't understand what he's saying. And uh, my dad had throat cancer years ago and his throat, I mean, his voice was very raspy. So if you wasn't around him much, you probably wouldn't understand him. Um, But as soon as they put his face on the iPad, I knew exactly what he was saying. He said he wanted to go home. And I'm not saying him coming home is what killed him. I'm saying, I wonder if he'd stayed in the hospital. Would he live? I don't know. I was over all my father's um, medical and financial and all his livelihood on his documents. And they said if he came home, he would have to go on hospice. But it was up to me if I wanted him to go home. And he just looked sad. So I was like, well, let's bring him home. And that's what we did. My dad came home on a Friday. And he died the next Thursday. You know, there's a lot of guilt there. Because I had to make the decision to turn off his breathing machine. And I guess maybe I haven't dealt with it the way I should have. But I I still think, well, if I would have left him on it, would he still be alive? If You know, there's so many questions. Like, they told us not, you know, after a few days, he's probably going to stop eating. But he's going to have these pains. You can just give him some more morphine. I'm like, well, what's the pains from? And they said it, it's like eating pains, but he doesn't understand what the pains are. And when we stopped feeding him, I felt so guilty. Um, I will say that my dad's two older children 
came and my brother lived with him well our brother lived with him and um saturday they were driving up from alabama and tennessee and my brother was at work and he had just been home like a full day and he was awake and he was just he was you know my dad we watched westerns together we it it was really good i uh kept you know cut his toenails cut his fingernails you know washed him up made him feel good and he you could just tell he felt good but you could tell he was tired you know and i've already experienced losing a parent because my mom died in 2000 um after turning 45 from colon cancer and um so I kind of could tell the look you know then you have the calm before the storm they always tell you that there's going to be this time of they're going to be alert they're going to be like themselves and and that's what it was and um we just had a great and I was great day and I was just so thankful for that day because he pretty much wasn't much after that so he died February 11th of 2021 and um March 5th of 2021 I found out that I had cancer and it's 2022 and I'm still working through that still trying to get there um I, you know I've talked in previous episodes about my hair the mental hurt that you have to go through when you go through this as you grieve your parents death as you're in lockdown, I'm thankful I was still able to work, even going through this terrible disease. It, I, cancer takes everything, everything, and you do everything you can to stay in the moment to stay in the moment of life even when you you know you don't have the the strength to do it but you do it because you know your your family is still there they're hurting in a different way than the way you're hurting and but they're hurting my friends that I'm the closest with, Tiffany and Jen, they are, were hurting my sister that was miles away from me, that I wish that was so close every day, were hurting my mother-in-law, which, oh my gosh, she's, she's pretty amazing. Is only a few hours away and you know that they were hurting too my brother-in-law just the people that I love my friends that are outside my tribe 
my nieces and nephews. Because there was moments that I was like, I'm done. I wouldn't verbalize that to Misty or my doctors, but I would be like, after this treatment, I am done. I'm not doing this no more. I don't want to feel like this. You know, when you've become in a personal relationship with your toilet in your, your house, and you feel like, there's nothing else that you you can do, but it's still coming. Cancer takes everything, and I'm I'm pretty sure that it, whoever's listening, you've been touched by cancer in some form or fashion. Someone you know's had cancer. It's it's a deadly disease. And there's not a lot of symptoms unless there's like lymph node cancer or breast cancer because at least then you have tumors. My cancer is considered a pathway cancer. And what that means is it works itself down on a pathway. Um, 89% that if you get pathway um it's going to work all the way down. I don't like to talk about it much. And in reality, I can't. Um, but I, cancer has put me on my knees. Asking for death. Nobody knows that. Because it's hard to take in. That's hard for me to to verbalize. Um it's taken moments for me that I'm never going to be able to get back. It's taken my time from my son, from my wife, get-togethers. It's taken my life. But I'm, I'm still here going after 15, 16 months. I just, you never know when the other shoe is going to drop. You never know when your back's going to be up against the wall again. You know, I told one of my friends the other day that I've had so many needles in my arm that they can say, Brandy, we're going to put this IV drip in or we're going to draw blood. And it's so... It's so numb that I'm just like, oh, are you done? Oh, you're done? Okay, cool. Because there's been so many. You know, I've learned that there's flat needles. I've never seen those before. I've learned that you could be allergic to liquid radiation. And I learned if you are allergic, sometimes it helps tumors grow. I I have learned so much of something I didn't want to learn. You know, what I will say is this, is my mother went through cancer, I think, seven or eight years off and on. And I will tell you, I will tell you this about that woman. You would never know. She did not allow you many times to see her at her worst. And I don't know if I've taken that strength 
and try to manipulate that kind of strength that she had because it's hard for me to let my guard down and let the people that love me see how much pain I'm actually in how much that day's death would have been better. Cancer takes everything. And then, you know, you get mad because you're like, all the great things that we can do in this world, we've can't, we haven't come up with a cure for cancer. You know, I've, I told Misty, and I've told Misty this for years, I've always thought that there's a cure, but as Misty was saying, her greatest little sounding voice, there's no cure and um, there's no money in a cure. You know, right now, cancer, I mean, man, cancer treatment is stiff. And then to have a surgery on top of that or a biopsy, it's painfully at your wallet. But at the time, no one cares about that. You know, what I think should happen in this world, in this country, in the United States, I think if you're diagnosed with cancer, I don't think you should ever have to pay a dime. And I know that's far-fetched and crazy because people have to be paid that work. I do understand that. But why can we not have the the 1% in this country that topples 40% of the people in the country? Why can't their tax breaks go for people that are in cancer I don't want a handout because obviously I'm going to go through treatment until you know some way God tells me don't do it but cancer takes everything cancer is not even you know it comes with no weapons as I said but it's not silent and the reason I say that cancer's not silent because it starts with your hair most of the time because you have to cut it or you let it fall out or you lose weight um, now there are chemos out there that makes you gain weight I got lucky I got that one woohoo um, but it's not silent you'll know you you look at them and know, you know, I think people get the false impression that I'm not sick because of the simple fact that if you look at me and you don't know me, you don't know my story, you wouldn't think I was sick. But I promise you, you can come sit with me at the toilet or to try to get out of a bed and you'll see the difference. Um, for the most part, I've had so many wonderful, loving people that's my core circle outside of my circle and people I don't know that have encouraged me and supported me. And I appreciate that so much. But then I have had a couple that have been really rotten individuals. I had one person said, I had cancer too, Brandy, and I didn't look the way you look. And I was like, first of all, bitch, what are you insinuating? And um, 
I was like, I'm, I'm not going to fight with her. I didn't have to. I had other friends that fought with her. But the audacity to even say that to someone, you know, it's one of those things. You have no idea what someone's going through. So if you don't have something nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Because in the end, cancer takes everything. You may be a lucky one that get through it, go into remission, go into cancer-free, and never have to worry about it again. But I promise you in those months of treatment, in those months of trying to heal yourself, it took everything from you. I still find days that just driving to treatment is hard because you never know what's going to happen. I've told someone, I posted this on Facebook also, scan day is the worst day for anyone that's in this working with this working with not working with anybody that's going through this disease cancer scan days are the worst you sit on the edge of your seat to find out what that scan says to to wait to hear oh my god is it shrinking oh my god is it getting smaller It's the worst. And it can be the very best day of your whole fucking life. Because you may be that lucky person that they're saying, you are in remission. You know, I told Misty that when I'm in remission, I want to party it up. Because we've been so close and got there before. I want to party. I probably won't. Honestly, I probably won't. I'll probably just hang out with my tribe, to be honest. But I really want to party it up. I do. I mean, I don't drink, but I can do something, right? Um, I mean, it takes so much. Can't you take so much from you? Even after you or not in treatment anymore, you considered in remission, do you know it takes up to 18 months to five years for your body to get back the way it was, healthy enough that you don't have to worry about getting a yeast infection and dying from it because your immune system is so bad. It's a terrible disease. There's other diseases out there, and I hope to God I don't have to experience those. And we'll be back here on this podcast, and we'll be talking about those. Um, right now, this is my experience. This is what I'm going through. My heart, my thoughts, my prayers, my tears, the blood that they've had to take from me, the amount of chemical that's been pumped in my body, to all the ones that's out there that's had that done to and to all the families that's had to sit back and watch I support you and I love you I I want to be one day on the other side of this mic stating that hey this is laughing through it podcast 
I'm Brandy, and I'm cancer-free. But until then, please know I'm thinking of the, uh, all you out there that are going through this. If you have the disease or your family member watching someone with the disease, I lift you up. I support you. Thank you for supporting me on my podcast. If you have any questions or you just want to shout out something to me, you can email me at laughingthroughit2021 at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm signing off. Bye.